Yo, this is a Cheesesteak Sports production. Welcome into a Cheesesteak Sports production. My name's Paul. You guys know me from Cheesesteak Sports, Philly Wit, Hunt for the One. I go by steak sometimes, but I don't have a name for this podcast yet. And it is basically just going to go through each week of the NFL season. I'm going to do one in the beginning of the week, one at the end of the week to recap and also preview and give my picks. Because like Dan said in the season opener of Cheesecake Sports, I actually am in eight fantasy leagues, but also I am in a pick'em league. So I have to pick every game as well. And I'm pretty sure, yeah, it's just winners, uh, winners only. I only give out winners, but no, it's just the teams that win the game. So no spreads involved. Obviously, some of the spreads will dictate uh, where I go with my picks. And um, one thing to start off week one, might as well talk about the Thursday night game. As everyone knows, I hate the Cowboys with a burning passion. I won't roster one. In fantasy, I learned that lesson maybe like seven years ago. I drafted, uh, uh, not not Zeke, not Dak, but um, Dez. That's why I had the D in my mind. And I, I got immediate regret, and like I didn't know what I was doing. It was a 16-man league. It was one of the first years. I got him, and in like the second round, I thought it was good value. Um, especially then, and I was just like, I can't believe I did this. I can't believe I took him over Jordan Matthews. I got, I got to get my guy. So I ended up like making this weird package deal where I ended up getting Jordan Matthews back, and it was actually the year that um, <laughs> that he uh, Des broke his foot. So it, it worked out for me, and ever since then, I was like, I don't ever want to have a cowboy on my team ever again. So I've been playing by those rules, um, and uh, but but besides the point that that was a long soliloquy to get to the point, and the point is the Cowboys actually looked pretty decent last night. I don't know if it was rust from Tampa Bay. I mean, Todd Bowles was being really aggressive with his blitz packages, and they weren't getting there. Like like Collinsworth only pointed out one of uh, Zeke's good blitz pickups. But, like, he, he picked up the blitz really well. He didn't run the ball well at all um, or contribute, but he did protect Dak back there, and that is what, um, you know, football's about. So I thought that they actually played pretty well. Um, obviously, questionable calls by Mike McCarthy. Like, I'm not worried. Like, I'll stick by my Eagles uh, winning the division pick that I gave out yesterday on that podcast. But – I mean, I was, like, making fun of them. I was saying, oh, Dak, you know, he's on a pitch count. Who knows what he can do? But he actually is a um, a good quarterback. Dak showed last night that he's a warrior and that he he's good. Like, he, he is actually a good quarterback. And that's what I was saying two years ago when I was doing, like, breaking down every single game. I put out a tweet thread. I'll probably do it this year, too. Just don't know if I'll put out a thread. I don't want everyone to that I'm in fantasy leagues with to pick up, you know, my thoughts just by looking at Twitter. If they do it by listening to the podcast, that's fine by me. But uh, basically, he he can make some throws. His some of his throws are off. I'm gonna go back and rewatch it. But basically, I thought he played really well. Tom Brady 
you know, you don't give them the ball back with any time on the clock unless if you want to lose, and that's what the Cowboys wanted to do. Also, I mean, it was kind of questionable because you had the Chris Godwin push off, but before the, on that um, last play, I actually did tweet out about um, what by the Cowboys they they had a big hold that was missed on Vita Vea that they actually got called for the play before. So I think the refs were like, uh, swallowed their whistles, didn't want to get be like, oh, we're dictating the game, even though that's dictating the game. But anyway, I thought it was a really good game to open up the 2021 season. Uh, a lot of points over hit pretty early. I think it was like in the third quarter, actually, or maybe beginning of fourth, who knows. But um, I really just love that football's back, and that's why I'm also doing this podcast is because I'm a big football guy. Um, so with that being said, like I said, I'm going to go through week one. Um, <laughs> right now it's going to be my preview, and then on Monday I'll probably do – a pod recapping all of Sunday and then like on Thursday or maybe, yeah, I guess on Thursday I'll do something where I recap the Monday and you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. Still don't have a name either for this, but anyway, let's get into it. First game Jaguars at Houston. Um, and I think the Texans are going to be really bad. Probably the worst team in this, in this, in this season. Unless something crazy happens where, like, they trade Watson for Tua. And even then, I don't, I'm not a big Tua guy. But, like, Watson for Tua and some picks. Like, that's a possibility, I guess, that I won't take that off the table. But I do think that um, the Texans win this game. Just because they're home. Urban Meyer, um, he he's he's weird. Like, he just seems, like, very, like, getting the grips of it. Obviously, you got Tyrod Tyrod Taylor. I was trying to make sure I didn't say Tyrod because, you know, in Hard Knocks a couple years back, he said that it's Tyrod. So that's what messed me up there. But basically, I think that uh, the Texans bring it and actually win that game. Um, The one thing that I'm kind of going with off of that is, like I said, I think Urban Meyer isn't really ready for the NFL. I'm not saying that David Coley is the, the head coach for the Texans, but this is like that, that same spot where last year um, you had the, the Colts actually lose to the Jaguars week one, and the Jaguars never won a single game after. It's like just one of those things where it knocks people out of pools. It um, knocks – I mean, a couple different things, but like last year I remember my one buddy got knocked out of a pool because – he put it all on um, all on the Colts, and then they lost to the Jaguars. So I think that that's a possibility, um, and that's what I'm going to go with. Because also with this, the the pick'em that I'm doing too, that this is I guess kind of important, is the fact that it is just week winner, and then obviously you have the season score at the end. But the way that you, the way that I find that you win is you don't follow the grain all the way because you have to have those differentiations those different picks that uh, differentiate yourself from the, the crowd. So with that being said, like I said, I'm going to go with the Jaguar, uh, <laughs> the Texans over the Jaguars. Then the other game, we got Pittsburgh at Buffalo. And with that, um, I'm going to go with the bills. Uh, even though, well that, yeah, they beat them on Sunday night uh, football last year, like beat down the Steelers on Sunday night football, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and I am 
a big Josh Allen guy, especially this year. I think he's just going to take that other that next step. And I mean, there is a little bit of the fact that they're having the little TJ Watt like hold out, sit in type deal. So I think that that might play into it um, for like a little bit of distraction. Obviously, he did just get paid, but I like the Bills. They're at home. Um, I have them going to the Super Bowl this year. So why not start off one and zero? You know, that's that's my thought on it, and I think that that would be like a pretty common thought for that. Then um, next game, I got the Jets at Carolina. I'm going Panthers right away. Like I was saying on the pod yesterday, Darnold's the boy. Um, just like the talents there, I think he has a lot of talent. He's not really the boy. Um, that that was a little, little bit of an overstep, but I do think that it's going to be exciting to watch him with with all the weapons. McCaffrey, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, um, Terrace Marshall, uh, Dan Arnold. It just sounds like Sam Darnold, but it's not. It's a tight end from that was used to be with Arizona. That's now a starting tight end this week. So I, um, I I like that. I also I, I'm excited to see Zach Wilson play. You know, Romo really set the bar extremely high for him. But I am excited for the Jets this year to see. Um, you know, Elijah Moore, um, even see what Ty Johnson can do with this opportunity that he has at running back. I know everyone's hype on Michael Carter because that's all you see on Twitter and all the fantasy analysts, but I'm excited to see what Ty Johnson does. I, I don't have any, um, I don't have him in any leagues, but I think this is a good opportunity for him. Uh, like this is like kind of a, a chance to where he can break out. Um, but with that being said, I like Carolina's defense a lot better. And offense, so you know that's a win-win. I don't think the Jets have a good, uh, a good offense. I mean, a good defense at all. And then their offensive line was trash. I'm not sh- really sure if they made any key additions. But like I said, I'm going Panthers with that one. So then that brings us to Arizona at Tennessee, and Tennessee is is only minus three, and they're at home. So like that's that's weird. That's like really really funky. Um, you know, the Cardinals, they were, like, one of those teams that were hot. Like, I guess they were, like, streaky. I, I think that they had a lot of wins and losses. Then Kyler Mary got hurt. They had that Hail Mary that was big against the Bills. Um, so, I think that um, – I, I really think that the Cardinals are going to do a, a weird upset thing last second. Maybe, you know, win it on on another Hail Mary. Not, not a Hail Mary, but you know what I'm saying. Um, something last second. I, I think that the, the Cardinals actually do that. Um, just because that's the way the NFL works. People forget stuff happens in the NFL. Um, it, it's it's a week-to-week league, and anything can happen any, any God-given Sunday. And that's why we love the sport, and that's why we always come back. So I'm going to go with the Cardinals to win that, just because, like, Vegas is saying, like, hey, Titans, you know, here you go, minus three. Because... The one thing, we don't know what the offense is going to be like without Arthur Smith, which the game we'll get to later. Um, that like kind of just makes me feel like really weary. Is like I don't really know what this offense is like. Derrick Henry, tread on the tires. I, I mean, I still did have the Titans coming out in the wild card. But still, just it's something where it's like, eh, this isn't right. Um then the next game we have the LA Chargers at Washington. 
and I have the Chargers winning that game. I think it's going to be close, and I think it could go any way. Um, I was going to say either way, which is fine, but either way, it could go. Um, I think the defensive line. I mean, I mean the Washington Red uh, Washington Football Team. I'm sorry, I almost said a racial slur there, but the Washington Football Team has a great defensive line, pretty deep. Um, obviously some people have Chase Young winning defensive player of the year. It's a lot of sleepers. They got Fitz magic, but the thing is it always can be Fitz tragic. So that's why it could go either way. Uh, it, it's the best thing about football. Like I was saying before, I'll probably say it like 30, hundred times, which is 3000, but I just really am excited to go back and watch some of these one o'clock cause you know, games get lost in the cluster of red zone obviously watching the birds and all of that. And with that being said, we go over to Minnesota at Cincinnati where Joe Burrow makes his return. I think that the Vikings win this one just because they're a better team. I know it's a little bit chalky, but I don't really like Zach Taylor as a coach. Never did. Never will. Obviously his brother gave us the Philly special, but either way I am going with the Vikings not really that much to say, just like Vikings are a better team. Uh, like, like I said on the uh, last, the podcast the other day, is the fact that they are um, going, it, they're going to make the playoffs this year just because of uh, the fact that it's a it's an odd year. So it's, it's their time. Then you got the 49ers at the Lions, which is another like no-brainer. Uh, 49ers are going to win. But there is always that chance that the Lions come out, like I said on the pod yesterday. Dan Campbell can always bite someone's knee off or, or bite their kneecap off. So, and also with like everything swarming with Swift, I know that Campbell did come out today and say that he doesn't feel like he should have to answer any questions about internet rumors, which it is, but uh, apparent, I don't know. I, I don't want to comment on that either. Um, just because that, that would be crazy if it's true. But anyway, the game that everyone already knows what my prediction is, is the Philadelphia Eagles going down to Atlanta against the Falcons. I am obviously riding with uh, the Eagles, and I really do think that they will win the game. I mean, I, and the crazy thing about football is you can give five re- reasons why one team would win, five reasons why they'd lose, and vice versa for uh, every single game, most likely. But... I do think that the Eagles do come out and make a statement for this 2021 season and get that victory. Now, uh, the last 1 o'clock game is Seattle at Indianapolis. And this one's like a a little bit trickier uh, because like who knows what's really going on with the Colts. We haven't seen Wentz at all in the preseason. He's been hurt. Recovering from the injury, then he had COVID, uh, uh, close contact, so he's out for whatever, I think it's like five days or something like that. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's um, a mystery. I do think that the Colts do have a better roster. And, um, I mean, this, but the Seahawks, they're, they're always right there. They're always good. They always show up early in the season, I feel like, too. So, I think I'm going to go Seattle on this one. But I do think it's going to be a shootout. And then the first 4 o'clock game, we got New England hosting Miami. And I think New England wins that easily. 
Which is kind of scary because I feel like everyone's probably on that train um, just because it's New England Bill Belichick down your last year. Now he has this guy. Uh, I guess, I mean, Brian Flores is, he's a, he's a good hard-nosed coach, came right from Bill Belichick. So I guess that's like why, why like some people are like a little bit, um, why you could go Miami and why some people might. But I'm going to lean on the mentor, not the mentee. And also, like I was saying earlier, I don't think two is good at all. And uh, I really do think like Mac Jones and uh, Jalen Hurts are both better than Tua, which is the craziest thing to ever say. Um, well, like if you went back three years ago, it would be the craziest thing to ever say. Um, and then the other four o'clock game, it's the Chiefs hosting, uh, well, I guess Cleveland at, at uh, Kansas City. And I have, um, I think Cleveland's going to shock, you know, the NFL world uh, just with a little upset because this, this is what happens in the NFL is uh, teams win when you don't think they will, teams lose when you don't think they will either. Um, I mean, as well, not either. But I do have the, the Browns winning. I, as you might remember, I doubt you do, but last year I did take the Texans to upset the Chiefs Week one didn't happen, so it's just another one of those things where it's like I like I, I mean last night easily the Cowboys could have won the game if Greg the Leg wasn't a bum. So anything can happen any given Sunday, any given day that you're playing a game, which is now Thursday, Sunday, or Monday. But I I just feel like the Chiefs are reloaded up. Uh, I know I said Washington has the best defensive line, but the the Browns are close second if not like 1A and 1B. And I I like um, their secondary more than I like uh, Washington. Um, so I'm going to go with Cleveland with the upset here. And then that brings me to Denver Giants. I'm going to go Denver with Teddy Bridgewater with, um, you know, two gloves, two gloves Teddy, um, just because he's, he's the guy. He's definitely game manager. Uh, but he can get the job done, and the Giants, they're kind of like in disarray too, it feels like. It's like weird vibes coming out from over there, in my opinion. And also, like I'm not a big Daniel Jones guy. Also, he hasn't had the best help, but I'm going to go with uh, the Denver Broncos in that game. Then that brings me to the game that got displaced, uh, the Saints versus the Packers. Uh, neutral neutral field, Um crazy hoping that everything's all right with everyone all over the country that's got hit with it, especially the people in new orleans with you know it coming <laughs> literally like to the day what was it 16 years to the day or something like that it's insane um but uh i see a lot of people are on the packers that is showing me that it's like 70 percent packers even covering like the three and a half but i i always liked winston no, that's not really true, but I do believe um, Winston with the LASIK surgery is a different animal. The Saints offense with it, someone that can throw it all around the field, different different type of offense. Um, and I think the Packers are a little bit inflated in a sense. And then obviously I think the Saints are deflated because they lost Drew Brees, but Drew Brees wasn't really, he wasn't the boy uh, last year. And I don't know why I keep on saying the boy. I'll have to I'll have to fix I'll have to work on that for uh, next pod, but so for that game of the Saints, 
then that brings us to Sunday Night Football, and man, it's going to be a good one when uh, we hear Carrie Underwood sing that for the first time this year. It always hits, but it hits especially different week one. Um, so that is Chicago at L.A. I think L.A. opens up their season with the dub. Um, I don't know if it's like a route, but I think I think L.A. Win, definitely wins this game, um, which the certainty from myself makes me weary of the pick um because <laughs> I, I if i said it once i've said it a million times anything can happen um i could definitely see that i definitely think that's gonna be like a low scoring game but with that being said i mean like low scoring total points but like it could easily be like 20 like 31 to 7 ramps like something like that like i i could just see the Rams just rolling over them. Uh, I, yeah, I, I mean Matthew Stafford. He's gone against the Bears a bunch of times. The, it does seem like um, the Rams have had trouble with the Bears in the past. I'm thinking back to the one Sunday night game where um, it was just like I think that was like two years ago where they were just going. Like, the Goff did something stupid, but that's the thing. Like Goff's not there anymore, so that's why I'm sticking with the Rams. And then for the the Monday night game, we have Baltimore at Las Vegas. It's a shame that there's not two Monday night games, but it, I think it's because there's a um, ESPN's contract was 17 Monday night football games. Now that there's 18 weeks, they can get one through 17, and then week 18, they don't have one. But anyway, um, I have the Ravens winning, I think. I don't really know. That's that's the one that's like the just because everything that's happened in Baltimore yesterday, and then with them signing people, who knows? Like they had it, like they like they literally had players get hurt back to back plays, both key players to this team after already losing, um, J.K. Dobbins earlier, and then I, I mean it's just it's really rough. Um, like emotionally, that like I could see them being like spent. And also because they have to travel out west. But also, uh, Harbaugh, he does seem to kind of just keep his guys in check and run a good, tight ship there. So it's definitely not out of the realm of possibility that they rally around this and get it going. Um, which is, I, I mean, I, I've always been like, um, like I don't, I don't know how to phrase it because it's not like the, I like the Ravens or like the Ravens are my second team or even like fourth team, fifth team. Like I, I only have the Eagles and then I like to see like exciting young teams. But like the Ravens have always been there um, just to watch. I, I guess I'm really just thinking about back to the Flacco run. Like that, that was amazing. Um, and like he's elite. So I, I think that's what it is also because me, Dan, and Jerry, we met Flacco. So I, I think that's... I think that's really why, why like, I'm, like, really pulling for them. Also, when I was um, at Eagles training camp, I guess it was, like, five years now ago, like, six years, whatever. It was whenever Baltimore came up, and it was cool uh, getting to meet um, John. But I, besides that, I, I'm just going to go with the Ravens with this. Um, better John, John uh, Harbaugh. John Gruden's definitely overrated. Definitely um, is like one of the worst. Like, just not like produceful. I guess his production isn't there. 
So it's it's just wild. Like he literally got this job, got a long contract, and it's taken a while. Like he hasn't really got it going yet, which is um I don't know if it's sad, I don't know if it's impressive, but I I mean it's just something to note, I guess. And then I guess that's about it. I I could go on and talk about fantasy football. I got eight leagues. I can go through every single lineup. But that's a a lot of work. And I I have to see who's going to be in and who's going to be out before I totally set that. So I guess I'll say one thing that I was wrong about um, on Thursday night's game is I set Antonio Brown in two leagues. One league I was like kind of thinking about the other one there's no um there's no way i was starting them so i mean it's it's the fantasy season and this is how it goes so you always have those little like oh i wish i did it but you gotta move on don't you know don't hold back and uh, keep on going forward but thanks for listening if you have any questions any comments on how to make this better i know i'm a little bit stuffy so i've been like talking really fast and then taking like deep breaths so i'm sorry about that but if uh there's any other comments besides that one please let me know shoot me any questions maybe i'll answer some questions on next um next show and uh most important thing is go birds